BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. Is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Hello again, everyone. Mark Stein back with you here with Chris Haynes. We didn't expect to be together again this soon. Might be a first in show history. I'm not totally sure about that because we don't have a precise record book. We probably need to do that. We probably need to hire someone who can just keep track of these milestones, but recording two consecutive days, maybe we did it in the, in the extreme infancy of this pod, but we're doing it today, even though we just had a podcast out Monday, it's Tuesday. I think everybody knows why we are sounding those alarms and had to do this emergency pod Pretty newsy Monday night in Los Angeles. The Denver Nuggets, they complete a 4-0 sweep of the Lakers to secure the first trip to the NBA Finals in franchise history. The Nuggets become the last of the four teams from the ABA that made it to the NBA in the merger of 76-77. The last of the four to earn a spot in the NBA Finals. Historic night for the Denver Nuggets. But on the morning after, on this Tuesday, what we're all talking about, LeBron James. 
I'm sure by now you've seen the quotes out of his press conference after the game. Mr. Haynes was there, and that's why we had to get together, just by way of refresher in case you haven't seen what LeBron James said. This was LeBron at the podium after the Lakers swept out of the conference finals, the end of LeBron's 20th season in the league. Quote, it's not fun to me to not be able to be a part of getting to the finals, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. He said that twice. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally going forward with the game of basketball, I've got a lot to think about. And with that, LeBron James left the podium. But fortunately for this league, Uncut listeners, and if I may, please, friends, review, rate, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Chris Haynes, this league, Uncut, co-host and franchise player, he was there. He tracked LeBron down after the press conference. Chris, paint a picture for us. Tell us what the scene was like last night after LeBron James went off camera with the most open discussion of retirement he's ever thrown at us. Obviously, that quote, that comment by LeBron James, it was kind of a drop drop the mic type of a moment. But it was a drop the mic that had a lot of Still had a lot of, it was a lot of questions that needed to be answered. What was he talking about? What, what did he mean about his future? He has, he has a lot to think about. You know, he, he leaves that way. And so I started making some calls and I made some calls to, to try to see, try to get some intel on what he meant by that. And I was told by those multiple parties that, he was indeed considering retiring and that he was unsure if he would be with the team the start of the 23-24 season. And so, uh, you know, again, for something like that, you know, people that you trust, getting information like that, that's something you really have to make sure – (laughs) that this is accurate. Like this is, this is accurate information. This is huge. LeBron James has never, ever talked about retirement. Never. We've all heard about how he wants to play with his son, Bronny. When Bronny finally enters the league, that is a dream of his. He's never uttered the word retirement. He's, he's never talked about it. He's never each at each year that's gone by. He's never said, hey, I'm going to think he's never said I'm going to think about my future. And this was all brand new. So I, I felt comfortable with going with what I had on the sources front to file a report. Then I was able to reach out to Brian later and he gave me the gave me the quote. And this quote says, I'm simply not sure if I'll be back in the fall when the season begins. I have a lot to think about. So that's that's what he gave me, acknowledging, yes, he, he is considering his future. He is, you know, retirement is an option. Do I believe he retires? I don't I don't think so. But 
for for him to be at this stage and talking talking like this, definitely alarming. Definitely alarming. Something did not expect. And I will even say, even hearing his quotes at the podium, I still did not anticipate this type of news coming out of something like that. So again, it was something where I, I got the information again from multiple sources and knowing LeBron and it was still hard to believe. And then I was able to get in touch with him later that night um, after the podium and he confirmed it. So definitely, definitely something I did not anticipate at all. Yeah, because the part I left out of my kind of attempt to set the scene, LeBron gives this long interview, nearly 15 minutes. His 20th season in the league is over. The season that he passes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer. And maybe you stayed up late enough to watch that press conference. Maybe you didn't. But then the next thunderbolt that really got this story moving was our own Chris Haynes tweeting at 108 Eastern time, breaking, colon, Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James is unsure if he'll be with the team when the 2023-24 season starts in the fall and retirement is under consideration, league sources tell the NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. I, like you, I mean, certainly didn't expect him to say these things. And look, these are these are his words. You, you have to digest them and respect them. This isn't like whispers from... James Associates. He's the one saying these things that has to be factored in. But uh, I'm with you. I, I just I cannot see any way that he actually goes through with retirement. I'm sure he was exhausted and utterly frustrated because, look, the Lakers, you know, this whole season, you know, how many times have we talked about how wide open this season was or at least it seemed to so many teams. Maybe it really wasn't as wide open as we kind of forecasted, but it was wide open enough that the Lakers could start 2-10. and 10. Even after the trade deadline, they were still out of the playoff picture. They were able to force their way high enough up the ladder to get in through the play-in lane, and take out Memphis in round one, take out the defending champs in round two. So I'm sure getting swept in the conference finals was a dagger that, you know, had LeBron quite down last night, especially when he rumbles for 23 points in the first quarter, 31 in the first half. You know, he's still just playing too well. He's still way too, too good from, you know, from my faraway seat to imagine that he's really going to step away. Let, let me give you another scene, Stein. So after the game, before LeBron goes to the podium, we're in the locker room. AD is to his left. AD is staring into space. And this is about 45 minutes after the game ended. AD is still in his uniform sitting down at his locker stall, just staring into space. Every minute or so, he shakes his head, and he just says, I can't believe this shit. I can't believe this shit. LeBron James 
just emerges from the shower, sits down at his stall. He's right next to AD. And, you know, he asks AD, you good? AD is like, just can't believe this shit. And LeBron is like, we, we did what we can do. We did what we can do. So I go over to LeBron as he's getting dressed, and, you know, we start talking. I asked him, I said, because um, I, I could overhear them talking a little bit. They were talking about the Nuggets, AD and Bron. And uh, it sounded like LeBron had said, like, that's the best team we've faced since we've been teammates. And so I went over there and I said, Bron, you said this is the best team you face? And he started to think for like 20 seconds. He said, yeah, top to bottom, it's the best team I've faced since I've been a member of the Lakers. He said they got the depth. He said they have the, the pieces around Joker. They fit perfectly. And he said, and what's most important is that they're all smart. He said, that's where we need to get to. They're all smart guys on that team. And and I said, Bron, I said, and he, Bron, like, I've been around Bron for 10 years, right? So losing, when he loses or when his season is eliminated, he's in such a foul mood. Like, you can feel it. Like, he is in such a mood. Like, you, Bron is one of those people, and I'm not trying to up big up Bron or anything. Like, I'm just keeping it real. Like, Bron is one of those people, like, when, when he steps in the room, you feel him, period. Like, he has that aura about, about himself. But in the locker room, he was, after the game, he was chill. And I said, Bron, I said, um, bro, I've been around you when you've lost. And I've seen how you take it. Like, you pissed at everybody. Like, you, you like, you, there's a rage that is just so revealing on his face. You, you, you could just see it after, you know, losses like that. But I didn't see that. He was such in a chill mode. I, I said, I know you still don't like losing. Like, what, like, what's this new vibe you're on? He was like, see, when you've been in this league for this long, he said you learn how to deal with, with losses better. He said, but I'm going to tell you right now, the shit still pisses me off like it did years ago. He said, so don't let this look fool you about my desire to win. I said, enough said. Then, then he walked out and went to the podium. And just to let people know a little bit, there wasn't the the most the mass media were they were waiting at the podium. There wasn't a lot of people in the locker room at the time. They're waiting at the podium to wait for the players to go there. And so I used the opportunity to go hang in the locker room and you know talk with Bron. I talked with AD, talk with Tristan Thompson, and uh, just try to get a scene, try to feel you know get get a sense of what they're going through, kind of feel the vibe, feel the mood out. That was the scene, that was the mood in the locker room before LeBron went to the podium. And then after that, when we got word of what he's considering. So we both said it, you know, it's hard for us to see him 
walking away from the game right now. But we have to keep in mind, Stein, remember I told you, told you on this very podcast months ago about LeBron's foot and how much pain he was dealing with before he had to sit out those weeks. And again, the way it was described to me back then, this is before it was even revealed that it, that he, he was dealing with a foot issue. They said he was in so much pain and, and fighting through it. And we have to keep in mind that LeBron came back early to get back in the fold with the team, wanted to make sure there was enough time with the new, with the trades that were made, wanted to make sure there was enough time for everybody to get on the same page and try to build some continuity to jail. And this offseason is going to be a rehabilitation offseason for him as it pertains to that foot. I don't know what he's going to have to go through in the summer. I don't know if surgery is an option. I don't know if it's just rest, but he's going to have to take care of that issue. So that's going to be a factor. And if he feels like he can come and give it another go for a 21st season, how healthy can he be? Again, I've covered LeBron for a decade, and for the most part of his career, like you've never dealt with injuries with him. Never. Never. But these last couple of years, these injuries have occurred. This is something we're not accustomed to seeing with, with, with LeBron. So, you know, all these are factors right now. How much more can he push his body? How healthy can he get? Is this something, you know, we don't know if this is this is a lingering ailment that he's going to have to continue with if he does decide to continue playing. So I, I think we, you know, I think the foot issue will be a factor in what he decides to do as well. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think if you remember, he at some point in the last month or so or maybe last six weeks or so, he said something to the effect of. If I have surgery, I'm, I won't even tell you guys. I'm just going to have like I, I'm just going to have a procedure. So it'll be interesting to see if we even kind of get that word. Uh, you know, he's he's clearly he has said that the foot will he's going to need an MRI, going to need need a full examination, determine the severity. Is surgery going to be an issue? Um, but again, I'm 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 going to stick to my position and say there's no way this was the end, and uh, you know it's hard to stifle the cynic in me on some of these points. Cause you know, there are other potential motivations for these comments. I mean, obviously I'm sure you've heard some of these theories make the rounds today because, you know, I'm certainly not the only one saying it. Did LeBron say this because he wanted to change the narrative? Obviously a sweep is a dagger. It's a humbling ending to the season for LeBron and AD and, Instead of talking about the sweep, we're now far more focused on LeBron's future on the day after. Is this a leverage play to try to exert pressure on the Lakers front office because LeBron wants them to go out and try to trade for Kyrie Irving? Does he want them to try to trade for Trey Young? Both of those Starry point guards were in the audience Monday night when Denver won game four and completed this sweep because um, 
I reported this over the weekend and, uh, you know, look, the, all indications that I've received to this point are the offseason focus for the Lakers matching any offer that comes in for their restricted free agents, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Those are the top priorities as we speak. Reeves, a clear number one. It's basically been conveyed to me that there is no scenario in which Austin Reeves is not a Laker next season. They are prepared to match whatever comes in for him. The Lakers can't offer more than $51 million over four. There are teams out there, you know, um, our, our pal Kelly Eco from The Athletic, you know, he reported that Houston has some designs on Austin Reeves. The, the Rockets will have the cap space to offer more than that 451 than the Lakers can offer. But the Lakers, he's restricted free agent. Even if an offer comes in above 51 over four, the Lakers can match it. There are certainly cap implications and roster building implications if they do. But the max offer Reeves can get over four years can go almost all the way up to 100 million. But the Lakers can match any offer Reeves gets. I think they will. I think they want to keep Rui Hachimura almost as much as they want to hang on to Reeves. So once those moves are made, what kind of roster flexibility will the Lakers have to make additional upgrades? Because you have Lonnie Walker the fourth, Dennis Schroeder, and most notably D'Angelo Russell, also free agents to be, unrestricted free agents. Their free agent futures are far more up in the air than Reeves and Hachimura, but it has been posited. Maybe that's, you know, maybe bringing back Reeves and Hachimura is not enough to excite LeBron. Does he want more? Does he want them to try to go after a Kyrie or a Trey or a Draymond Green in some sort of trade? Does he, is that what he really wants here? And by suggesting that this might be the end, that certainly would ramp up the pressure on the Lakers. And then, you know, I mean, I think LeBron does want to be appreciated. And, you know, certainly one way, you know, he he's exiting the playoffs now, didn't make it back to the finals, but one way to certainly get people talking about you is to suggest that this is the end. So there are a lot of theories already in circulation about why LeBron might have wanted to say these things. And look, I think the reason there is so much skepticism is because we've been hearing for years now how badly he wants to play with his son. And Bronny James can't play in the NBA before the 24-25 season. That's the earliest that he can play. And, you know, I guess we also have to raise the possibility maybe something has changed there. I mean, is, you know, is that is that no longer the the dream scenario. I mean, that would be surprising to me because again, LeBron has talked about it so often how much that dream fuels him, but is it possible that those goalposts have moved? I think I think we have to account for that possibility too. Again, Stein, which I think with LeBron doing this, he's never again, I think that's why this is so such a, a big story is He's never talked about retirement. He, he, he never has. You know, not after year 17, not after year 18, not after year 19. And now we're here. 
And so even if Stein, even if nothing comes about of this, even if he does return, now we know it's in the back of his mind. Now we know that this is a possibility. Like now we have to like we we've always known. Obviously, you get the year 20, you know, like you're on borrowed time. We're on borrowed time covering this guy. LeBron is on borrowed time playing the game of basketball in the NBA. But now to have him actually come out and say it actually is, is just starting the clock. How long do we have, you know, with this guy in the league? How, how long is he playing basketball in the NBA? And that that is the part, you know, and, and it's on the day. Well, I guess it's on the day, technically, maybe not on the same day for you guys in, in Dallas and in New York. But on the day that one of his good friends announced his retirement earlier that morning, Car- Carmelo Anthony, and which we did. We talked about on our pod yesterday. This is an interesting time, an interesting period. I don't know why LeBron chose to do it, say this now. I, I have no clue. But you look at the Lakers roster. They have a lot of work to do this offseason, a lot of work. And. You know, LeBron's remarks to me about the Denver Nuggets, how they, they the pieces fit so right. Smart players. AD told me they kicked their butt in all facets of the game. In all facets, they were on all facets, they were on point. Is it a roster situation? Is it the foot injury? Is it is it anything else? Is it a family issue? He said he has a lot to think about, a lot. So we we just don't know. Yeah, and look, maybe that is the smartest or safest takeaway from this, that it is a reminder that, yes, you know, he, he's got a two-year contract extension that, that hasn't even started. I mean, it's a two-year deal worth almost $100 million. Year one is next season, and then he has – a player option for the following season. And the reason the contract was designed that way in part was so if LeBron wanted to go to free agency after next season and theoretically go with Bronny to, I don't know, pick, pick a random team, the Charlotte Hornets, because they drafted Bronny that he would have that ability to do that and basically free himself up, free himself up to go anywhere that Bronny landed, but maybe, maybe the overriding message or takeaway out of all this is just going to be that he really is on a year to year plan now that it really is going to have to be an evaluation every off season of what's next. Uh, no matter what the contract says, this is a new time we're in, you know, in, in covering this guy. So, you know, that that's pretty significant. So it's coming. The end is coming. We just don't know. We don't know quite when yet. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You were in the building, so tell me, did, what did you make of seeing Kyrie and Trey courtside? Not the first time. I think they've both attended Laker games previously. You know, I don't know what to make out of it. You know, I think I think there's more to be made out of Kyrie being present than Trey Young right now. Um, you know, players, you know, they they typically. I'm mean, I'm gonna tell you, a lot of players troll style. A lot of players troll. They want to start some stuff, so they they show up pop up at, at a team and you know they know everybody's going to see them sitting courtside you can't miss them uh, just to start some you know start some rumbling start some bumbling going on I, I think there's more there's more smoke with Kyrie than Trey Young right now for as of what I've heard there's nothing brewing with Trey Young and the Hawks like there hasn't been any meeting or anything like that to request a trade there's nothing like that has happened with Trey Young Nothing. And we know Kyrie Irving is a free agent, so he's going to have some interest from from some teams. So I think there's more smoke with Kyrie. Would LeBron welcome Kyrie? Yes, he would. Yes, he would. He said that on record. Mm, it was some, at some point during the season, this past season. So you know that's there. They know how to play well with each other. And you look at the Lakers roster. Look. LeBron James, what he did yesterday, what was it? 40-10-9. and 40-10-9. And, and he played in every minute of the game at 38 years old. They can use a Kyrie Irving on that team. D'Angelo Russell was a shell of himself in the, these postseason. A shell of himself. I don't think we're going to see D'Angelo Russell back with the Lakers. They, 
can use a point guard who, who can create his own shot. And again, I think LeBron wants to fade into the role where he's a secondary scorer, secondary playmaker. And to his credit, a lot this season he tried to he tried to do that. He 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 empowered Dennis Schroeder and even Austin Reeves to be more hands-on with the ball, be a playmaker. And you would see Bron just camping out on the corner, on the wing a lot. You know, he that was his way of trying to establish other guys to try to buy himself some time. And I, I just think you need the Lakers need to have a true dominant point guard. Not even point guard, just a lead guard that can do a lot of the work you're not going to put LeBron on for an 82-game season. And he needs somebody to lean on on the perimeter. And AD did a really good job of staying healthy in the postseason. Had some really good games, but they need a lead guard like Kyrie Irving. So I, I don't think we've heard, matter of fact, we have not heard the last of a Kyrie Irving Los Angeles Lakers connection. Well, look, you know where I live. I'm based in Dallas, and this is what we've been talking about here for ages. To this point, basically six weeks after the Mavericks season ended without even getting to the playoffs after last season's Cinderella trip to the Western Conference Finals, the question in Dallas daily, hourly has been, will a suitor for Kyrie Irving emerge because for so long we've been saying we don't see one, that the Mavericks are in pole position to re-sign him. But has that changed? We don't have that answer yet, but something tells me we're going to have it real soon. We're going to have clarity on whether the Lakers will become a serious trade suitor for Kyrie Irving. And look, I just, I do, before we, before we go, do want to just make sure we give our props to the Denver Nuggets because uh, what they did, the manner they have mowed through these Western Conference playoffs should not be diminished. Historic season. Denver's been waiting a long time. Shout out to Calvin Booth, general manager of the Nuggets. Shout out to Calvin Booth over there. Done a phenomenal job. And Michael Malone does not like it when the world talks about the Lakers after huge Nuggets <laughs> achievements. But also, also though, I think he's just, that's more messaging for his team than for us. Maybe he is actually secretly happy that we're so focused on parsing every word of what LeBron said at the podium and what he said to you after, because that means Michael Malone during this long break before the NBA finals, the Denver Nuggets do not play again until June 1st when they host game one, presumably against Miami. But, you know, Boston, as we're taping this, still has a flicker of life heading into their game for later Tuesday night. And that's an overstatement, flicker. Yeah, I probably gave him too much credit. It's going to be Denver, Miami on June 1st. <laughs> Write it down right now. But for the Denver Nuggets, eight, nine days until they play again. So maybe Michael Malone can use this podcast and every article, every video segment today after the door that LeBron James appeared to open to retirement last night at the podium. Maybe Michael Malone can use all this as uh, 
further motivational material to keep his team locked in. But man, they have been absolutely sensational. Jokic and Jimmy Butler have been the MVPs of this playoffs. And by the next time Chris Haynes and I are together for a podcast, we'll know for sure, for certain, that their matchup on the final stage has been locked in. All right, that does hold it. Hold on, Stein. Hold on, Stein. Oh, wait, you gave I my, love it. You, hold on. You, hold. No, it's not anything like that, but I got to oh. give a shout-out myself, Stein. <laughs> Look at you yeah. sound disappointed, Stein. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you had some. You sound disappointed. I'm you sorry, looked at Stein. your phone, so I thought maybe you had. I thought you maybe you had you had a, no, a text no. that you wanted to hit us all with. I want to give a shout out to Charlotte Hangs. That's wifey. We just opened up Charlene's Beauty Supply store in Elk Grove, California, where we have all your hair product needs, all your grooming needs. The women, we got the wigs, we got the laces, we got the extensions. For men, we got that for you too as well, if, you, if, if, if that's what you need. We got your, your beer grooming products. We, we got everything, everything that you would need to keep your hair looking nice. Or we got everything you need to put some hair on your head. You get all that at Charlene's Beauty Supply. And I want to make this announcement right here, Stein, that we will host a live podcast next month at Charlene's Beauty Supply store, and it will feature a star NBA player as our guest live at our store. Uh, Stein, I'll be happy to have you. I can't wait to see you, man, because you don't get out often. So that would, that would be lovely to see you here. It might be my first trip to Sacramento. I have to do some more research on this. It might be my first trip to Sacramento since Vlade Divac's jersey retirement, which wow. I think was 2009. Wow. I will get that confirmed before this happens. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing you Stein and um there will be listen, so we will I will will give um more information on how you can be one of the few um, live audience that we have, you know, in attendance. And um, so just stay tuned. We'll we'll promote that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. An Charlie NBA star guest. Is that what you said? Am I quoting you correctly? I, that's what I said, Stein. And I'm going to say it again. NBA star guest on This League Uncut podcast live in Elk Grove, Sacramento area at Charlene's Beauty Supply Store. And if anybody wants to come check it out, check the store out, please come on about and uh, we'll be we'll be happy to have you and to serve all your hair needs. Stein, do you need anything on the dome? Is the dome hey, if okay? They can, if they can help this face for radio, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm eager. I'm eager to find that out too. That's all I wanted to say. All right, everyone, that does it for emergency edition of this league uncut. Again, please remember to rate, review. And subscribe to the show the next time Chris and I are with you. NBA Finals talk. And let's face it, the way things are going, there will be lots of NBA offseason talk, too. Because the offseason has begun for 27 teams in the league now. And uh, there's a lot going on. All right, everybody, that does it. Talk soon. That'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.